Welcome to I Want to Tell You One Thing, a podcast for emerging entrepreneurs. Whether you are just starting out, contemplating a change, stepping away from the traditional nine to five, or working so that your side hustle becomes a full-time gig, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Katie, a social media coach and strategist, and more importantly, a fellow entrepreneur. Each week, I sit down with another small business owner and ask them to share one thing they learned in those first tumultuous years. Hopefully, their advice will save you some of those mistakes, sleepless nights, and moments of insecurity. These conversations have certainly inspired me. My hope is that we can learn and grow together. Now, let's dive into this week's one thing. Welcome to another episode of I Want to Tell You One Thing. I am excited to have Nicole here today, who is a business coach. Welcome, Nicole. Thank you so much. I am I am absolutely fired up to be here with you today. Yay, I'm excited. I'm really excited to hear what you have to share with our audience today. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about you and kind of your journey in the entrepreneurial world? Sure. So... I am originally from Montreal, and now I am in Nova Scotia, Canada, Okay. and it's the traditional and unceded territory of the Mi'kmaq people, and I work um, in agriculture, so this is kind of my, my foray into online marketing and business coaching is really kind of like quite a not typical journey, maybe. Um, so I did my master's in agriculture and um, I'd been working with the Department of Agriculture in my province. And I have been working in economic development mm-hmm. and um, basically business coaching. Okay. And then it, uh, my story is really kind of like a typical, um, you know, feeling unfilled, f- unfulfilled with your job yes. <laughs> type of thing. So... At a certain point, I just kind of started after I had two maternity leaves, I was back at work and it just wasn't, Mm -hmm. it just wasn't fulfilling. And I kept on thinking, oh my goodness, am I going to be doing this right for the next 20 years? And so, so many people, I think, come to entrepreneurship from a place of, you know, working in corporate Mm -hmm. and they just... They, they don't have that meaning in their lives, right? Yep. Because as humans, yeah. without having that meaning, that connection to your purpose, mm-hmm. it just um, is so hard to get through the day sometimes. Yeah. So at that point, I just started kind of seeing things about online marketing and I, it just piqued my interest. I was really interested in that. And I ended up in the... Um, in the launch webinar series, which at the time I didn't quite know what it was, but of Marie Forleo's B-School. Oh, sure. And that's actually how we connected yeah. through the B-School group. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I ended up joining B-School. And that was kind of my jumping off point into this next Got kind it. of stage of my life. Yeah. When you joined B-School, did you know what you wanted to do already? Or was no. Oh, okay. And no, just, I was just like, what is this? Like, like I'm just and I remember it. I signed up and I came home and I opened the door and I was like, I told my husband, I just did something crazy. <laughs> Because I didn't even necessarily have the money to join. You know, I was just like, all I couldn't see anything. It was like a fog. Mm -hmm. And all I could see was that I had to take the next step. Yeah. You know, I had to trust that. And I just had to sort of like jump. I didn't know where it was leading, but I thought it would be somewhere exciting. And, Mm -hmm. 
And it kind of like lit a fire in me, you know, just like, mm-hmm. yes, I'm like yes. meant for more. I'm completely yeah. meant for more. And you're, and when you step into that, it, it just, you know, makes you feel so alive. Yep. So lo and behold, I still, I continue my job. And then a few months later, I ended up um, seeing, <laughs> it was like, I started thinking maybe I should work for someone else to get um, experience. Sure. And then I just saw this job opportunity in agriculture, in online marketing. Oh. I was like, what are the chances? This is crazy. So I jumped at that, got the job, ended up taking leave from my other job to work as an integrator. So like an online business manager for a year for that company. And then, um, and then since then I have, um, gone back to my job and started my own, uh, business coaching on the side. Ah, got it. Okay. So I'm just like business coaching all day, every day, (laughs) (laughs) offline, online. (laughs) So you're doing both. You're like, you're doing two jobs right now, basically. Yes, exactly. So, and, and um, I don't know if you're going to ask me the one thing, but you can, if you want to um, cue it up, sure. um, I was going to, I was going to launch um, and talk that. about how I got into that. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So let's, let's jump into it and talk about your one thing. So for you, like, what is that kind of entrepreneurial reality that we don't talk enough about? I think, especially in the early stages. So I think there's this myth out there that um, we're meant to do it all alone. Mm, and all by okay. ourselves. Yeah. And so I wanted to, the one thing I want to say is that there's so much support out there and you don't have to do it alone. Good. So as do a solopreneur, have- you can still be a solopreneur, like, you know, have an LLC or have an S corp in U S mm-hmm. or have in uh, Canada, a sole proprietorship mm-hmm. and still be connected and, and not be alone. Mm-hmm. And that is going to resource you to be more successful. Sure. So we'll go into that a little bit more. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm curious, like, how did you come to that realization? So especially in the situation of doing like full-time job and starting mm-hmm. something on the side, it is, and having two children, two boys that are four, now five and seven. Yeah. Um, the, the overwhelm and the burnout is, is so real, mm-hmm. you know, and I know so many entrepreneurs face that already because it's just such a, mm-hmm. it's just kind of the nature of the beast to some degree. Sure. But, but the, um, it doesn't have to, you know, sink you. And so what I started feeling was just that, um, I w- I felt like I was drowning. I felt mm-hmm. like I was, um, mm-hmm. I was just kind of like treading, you know, treading water in a sense that I just was like, I, I just can't do this by myself. Like I just, and that's, I think my first thought, even maybe I should work for someone just kind of like reaching out. It was like my natural inclination. Mm-hmm. And so having my own business um, really brought me to that point of like, I just feel so overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I need that support. And, and, and the thing is, we don't really live in a society that that values that, right? The whole reaching yeah. out for help. Um, a lot of messages around mental health is reminding people mm-hmm. that it's okay to get help. You know, y- you don't have to be this like stoic, you yeah. know, statue of like strength and mm-hmm. um, and do it all yourself uh, completely. You know, to 
have a community around you to help mm-hmm. you have that support. And, um, and you can gain so much more leverage from that. So when I was at that point, um, I reached out to some fellow coaches. Got it. And I said, I just feel like I really need some extra support. Like, do you feel like you need that? Like, can we get together? So I created a Telegram group. So if anyone doesn't know about what Telegram is, it's uh, a messaging app that's an alternative to, um, you know, to WhatsApp. So there's Mm -hmm. Signal and there's Telegram that have a little bit more privacy um, and isn't owned by Facebook. So, (laughs) so there are 10 of us still in that group and it is so phenomenal. Um, as an example of the support that I've been getting from from this group, and this is like a peer, basically it's kind of like a peer mastermind sure. that was created. Yeah. So that's one way of a like a an example of free support mm-hmm. that you can that you can create or nice. be part of as an entrepreneur or yeah. small business owner. I think that's um, so great to be able to have that. And you like you cultivated it yourself, basically. You're like, hey, like I need help. You probably need help too. Like, let's just support each other and do this. Like, I'll make the group. We all can just be in it. And I had no expectations. <laughs> I just said it was basically just a cry for help. I just put it again. It's just like the next step. That's all yeah. I could see is like, let's just, can we just get together and do this together? And I, mm-hmm. And at first, like we weren't super active. Um, and I just kept on like, you know, engaging every once in a while. And then it, it, it just started building so much. Mm. And so, um, so just as a recent example, I was on, um, an expert spotlight in a Facebook group and I just happened to let, you know, the, the group know about it and two of the other coaches. So there are like 10 of us in the group. So out of the other nine, two of them showed up Aww. and spent an hour of their day. And I literally, when I saw them there, I, I was almost in tears. I was just sure. like, this is amazing, yeah. really. And they were so supportive. And um, so the thing is what that gives you is this boost of confidence mm-hmm. and feeling of being like, you know, lifted. Sure, part by, of something. Part of something bigger than yourself, mm-hmm. right? So even if you don't necessarily have the strength, the confidence, you can borrow that from other people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I think this is so great because I think, you know, your one thing of like, you don't have to do it all alone goes really well with a couple of things that some of the others have said about like loneliness and that, like that it's a very lonely journey often. And and so to find kind of like-minded people who can, like you can lift them up and they can lift you up along the way. I think that's so awesome. Um, Tell me what, like, what does the Telegram group look like? Like, do you guys all get on every day and like share what's going on in your lives? Or like, what's the structure for that? It's it's really random. And there are no kind of really no expectations around it. It's just um, some days are more active than, than others. You know, um, recently someone just asked, I'm looking for uh, maybe developing agency model for mm-hmm. my business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I said, well, I don't have any personal experience, but maybe somebody else in the group. And then the fact that I even responded then kind of boosted mm-hmm. it again, you know, that sure. made it kind of um, created another notification. So kind of like we're all sort of helping other people see the messages. Sure. And then um, and then someone else, lo and behold, I mean, mm-hmm. really, I have to say, like, I have to keep saying it's only 10 people, right? It's right. quite a small group. But um, but one woman said, yes, actually, I did this for like two decades in my consulting 
business. So I can happy to help you walk you through that. Right. right? So what that also gives you when you have um, a peer group, a peer mastermind is having direct access to, I mean, maybe not, people may not have the answers mm -hmm. that you need, but it's, it's quick information at your fingertips, sure. which helps you get through roadblocks. Mm -hmm. yeah, and it, exactly. it allows yeah. you to spend less time, sure. um, you know, researching and less energy, just thinking about it, right? Like so many things are, the mental load is, is really taxing on your, your brain in terms of your energy. Mm -hmm. So if you're just able to reach out to people and when you're in, um, you know, let's say in a Facebook group as part of a, a course or something, you know, you're in there with a lot of other people. Right. However, um, there isn't much intimacy. Right. So what I'm really interested in is cultivating that intimacy so mm -hmm. that you can build stronger relationships. Sure. And that's what I'm really passionate about. I love that. When you were when you were reaching out to people and being like, hey, do you want to be part of this kind of like peer mastermind and just kind of build each other up? Like, how did you identify fellow coaches who you thought would be good to have in the group? Because I I mean, there are th thousands and thousands of coaches out there, right? Like you could there were so many people you could have reached out to. So how did you figure out like, oh, this one's probably gonna be really good? And like this one, maybe we're not as aligned or we're not as whatever. So for one, it was in the container of a certification, a coaching certification group. So that's already like a subset of coaches. Mm -hmm. And then it, I basically, some people, when I put a post up saying, I feel this way, I feel overwhelmed. I just feel like I need support, like total cry for help. And if other people said, I feel the same way, I need more support right now too, Got then I, I connected with them or I asked them to, to, uh, to connect with me. Mm -hmm. And then... I would just keep an eye out in the group. If someone mentioned something that I could see that they needed more support mm -hmm. or something like that, then I would reach out to them that and they sense. were, you know, happy to, to join and pretty excited yeah. to have an even like smaller group to, mm -hmm. uh, to be with. I like that. Cause then it's like all people who are also looking for the same thing you were looking for, as opposed to somebody who's like, well, like, I think I'm fine, but like I could join <laughs> or whatever. Yes. So. Exactly. So then in that way, it was very, I kind of saw it as being curated. Mm -hmm. And um, because I started it, I just kind of said, and, and, but other people did invite others to the group as well. Mm -hmm. um, but again, it was very organic. It wasn't like we have any rules that you have to tick that you agree to or anything. And, sure, and sure. so it's just, it is just very respectful and organic in that way. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. I, I love this idea. I think um, in my previous life, I worked as a kind of like social media influencer on Instagram and the same, like we would, like I would create little, like we called them pods, but little groups of like fellow, like local influencers just to be like, Hey, is anyone else seeing this issue? Is anyone else having that problem? Has anyone reached out or worked with, you know, this company? And it was just really helpful to have other people that you could just, who are in the same boat, who are, like experience some of the same things to just kind of bounce ideas off of and get their take or their advice. It's always really helpful. Exactly. <clears throat> so I have some ideas of, you know, if you're an entrepreneur or a small business owner that mm -hmm. is looking for, you know, to tap into some sort of network yeah. that would be supportive. Great. Um, so I have some ideas for um, paid and free 
options. Nice. All right. So I can go through some of the free options. So one of the things I was telling you about for, in my experience, was like this peer mastermind that you kind of like create and you reach out to people. Maybe it's only like, you know, two other people. So maybe it's just like three, three of you or something, or maybe it's like 10 or 20 or, or whichever. And that could be from, you know, maybe groups that you're part of that you really kind of have this synergy with certain people or sure. um, interest groups. Mm-hmm. So that that's where you could, you can find those people as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and other free support just in, in general is um, there are so many organizations out there that are there to support entrepreneurs. Yeah. So at each level of government, like federal, provincial, state level, municipal, um, county, like whatever, you know, wherever you are in the world, yeah. chances are there is a support organization. Oh. So there could be chambers of commerce oh, where sure. you live. There could be um, uh, NGOs or governmental organizations. Mm-hmm. And I should also say that if you're part of a marginalized population, sure. a lot of times there are groups specifically um like there's the Black Business Initiative, I know here in Nova Scotia, mm-hmm. there's a Women's Entrepreneur uh, Network. So if, you know, LGBTQ, uh, there are so many different organizations that you can tap into. So even if it's not necessarily, you know, in your in the next, in your city or town or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so that could be accessing counseling support. A lot of times there's like free counseling pathfinding mm-hmm. um, available for entrepreneurs and small business owners. There's, um, and there could be grants and financing available. Yeah. So that's kind of the like moral oh, support yeah. and information support. So yeah. you can save, you know, time and energy in that mm-hmm. sense. Um, but also there could be money yeah. that you could access. Sure. So that's really important. Yeah. I love and that. in terms of paid support, um, there's, so I had mentioned kind of like this peer mastermind. There's also, you know, obviously like paid ma- masterminds. Sure. So I always tend to think about how can you get into a small group mm. of people who are either at your, at your level mm-hmm. or kind of like a mix of, of different scaled businesses. Yeah. So you get kind of that, that either kind of like this, you know, almost like not intergenerational, but, um, you know, various levels of sure. where they're at in their entrepreneurial journey, mm-hmm. or maybe on your same level. Like I, I'm seeing a lot of programs that have different pods yeah. for certain, um, you know, certain income ranges. Right. Right. Like, or, or where you're at, like how many years yeah. you've been in the business and exactly. what, yeah, cause it's true. Like your first year, you need very different help than your fifth year, even if you're trying to grow both years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like if, if you're at that, that stage and you want to invest in a paid mastermind, obviously there'd be like, you know, contractors or, or take on team members. So you don't have to do everything yourself right. in, in that way. Um, and in terms of like, uh, there could be small group coaching or one-on-one coaching too, because mm-hmm. that's, that's a world that, that I'm in. And I see so many times, you know, someone would say, wow, I've been, I've been like trying to figure this out for like two years. Mm-hmm. And in the past like hour, we've just like figured it out together. Right. And, or like, I, I did this on my own, but wow, working with you, like just got me over this roadblock. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, you know, having that investment and just working with someone as a thought partner yep. can be so incredibly helpful. 
Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I think sometimes you just need, you're, sometimes you're just too close to it. Like you're just too close to your business. You're too close to your baby. And you just need that outside perspective of somebody who can say like, but hey, take a step back. Have you thought of, have you considered, why don't you try, you know, whatever. And that, that can be so helpful and such a game changer for so many people. I think, especially if you find yourself caught and stuck and you're like spinning your wheels, not sure what you're doing, that can be so helpful. Completely. And it's, it's someone else to help you connect the dots. So again, it could be paid, it could be free, but it's, it's getting that outside perspective and helping you see what you don't see. Right. Yeah. Cause there's so much we don't see. Yeah. That's hilarious. Um, what about like, I feel like I totally agree, right? We need this help and the support, but it can be really overwhelming to think like, I need to add one more thing to my plate right now. Like I I need to now commit to a group in which I'm going to interact with or even a coach that I'm going to meet with on a regular basis. Like I'm, I already have no time. So do you have kind of thoughts on that? Cause I think like, I feel the same sometimes I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I was in a mastermind last year and we met yeah. in pods and I was like kind of disappointed in the pod because people just weren't as committed to it, to coming. I think because everybody was so overwhelmed. I mean, in last year it was a crazy year anyway, yes. but it was like, uh, it wasn't worth it. So then by the end of the year, people had pretty much stopped going to any of the pod groups because it just, I think they felt like they didn't have the time and it wasn't worth it. So curious about that. Yeah. So I think it really depends on, you know, your, your goals and, mm. you know, what, what everyone was coming to the table to, to get. So maybe in terms of that, um, you know, that curation or that um, making those connections. I mean, maybe if it's not something that you could do like, oh, there's a call every week. Cause I'm part of a group that's like very, um, yeah, intentional that has like a call every week. And I really try to get on because I just want to make those connections. And I have to say, I'm talking from the perspective of an introvert. Like I need my alone time. I just like, I could just go in a dark closet and just be like, children, don't talk to me. <laughs> you and I both. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I do, but I, but humans are just so, we're so wired for, for connection and mm -hmm. to be, to feel part of something. Yeah. So I think it, it's really dysregulating to be sort of like so cut off mm -hmm. and, um, and especially in the online space, right? It's one thing, it's different in a brick and mortar business where you're physically seeing people, Yeah. but in the online space, when everything is so virtual, I feel like I have to make a concerted effort to reach out to people, like to, to have that right. sort of like FaceTime with people yeah. because otherwise it's just, you kind of like your brain starts feeling like a computer. Yeah. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I feel like in terms of that, like don't have time for it. I feel like if you're committed to using your time effectively and making, and really like being strategic and what connections do I want to build? Like what mm -hmm. either knowledge or training or, um, you know, just support, like kind of be able to rant, like whatever you need, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, to be able to identify that and, and, kind of use the group for those things. Yeah. But there are other things I was going to say without necessarily having that commitment of like a weekly um, mastermind or uh, a group or something like that. There could be certain strategic, um, you know, collaborations that you have with your, 
with other people, other businesses. Mm -hmm. So an example of a kind of a non-coaching, non-online example would be like um, a restaurant and a bed and breakfast doing a package deal together. Right. You know, for the weekend or something like that, where you'd have that, you're able to kind of help each other, like, um, it's kind of like a co-branding situation mm-hmm. um, that you're able to kind of amplify each other's message and, right. and just like visibility mm-hmm. uh, to each other's audience. Sure. So other examples of that, let's say an on- online space would be like joint venture webinars. Sure. So you'd have like an hour or like obviously podcasts mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, you'd have an hour that um, you would just be, it wouldn't even be like necessarily for pitching. It's more, um, you know, getting on a webinar with someone else and mm-hmm. you both share it to your email list. Yeah. So it's kind of a, as a, like a list building exercise, just that you're not like, you know, you're in the trenches by yourself, but you can actually leverage yeah. each other's audiences. I mean, not in an exploitative way, but in, no, but, you know, yeah, in a connective way, in a connective way. Exactly. Yeah. I have to say, I like, that's one of the things that like I probably subconsciously realized from doing this podcast was going to happen, but I wasn't like, I didn't start the podcast being like, Oh, and now I'm going to connect with so many other business owners. But that's, that's the amazing thing. Like, I feel like I've gotten so much from just having these conversations with people like you and everyone else. Like, it's just, it's like reinvigorated me to go back out into my business, to rethink certain things. Um, or even one of the things that I'm trying to do more of is like do more Instagram lives with yes, someone else yes, yes. I do, you know, yes. so like, okay, we're both in the online kind of marketing, digital marketing of various kinds. And like, like next this Friday, I've got a, um, I'll go live with someone else who does exactly what I do, but she does it in Colorado and I do it here, you know, in St. Louis and Chicago. And it's great. And we could be seen as competitors, but instead we're going to collaborate. We're going to come together and it's going to be awesome. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And another, um, if, if anybody's listening is a, uh, like a course creator, even the idea that, okay, I'm going to co-create something with my audience. Yeah. So, you know, to put something out there to say, um, okay, I'm not necessarily going to just be in a vacuum and create this thing Mm -hmm. and then put it out there. And now like everyone, like come get my course. You, you know, in, in terms of the energy and the time involved and the money and everything, like maybe you can actually have your audience uh, as part of the process. And then if you had sure. like, let's say, a beta um, run of the course, you could have your outline, you know, and have an idea of the deliverables, but then, you know, give them, let's say, a survey every week and mm-hmm. um, get their feedback in terms of where they're at, what they need. And then really tailor it to them and then get their feedback. So it doesn't always have to be like, okay, I'm going to do all the work all by myself, right? Because <laughs> it's just so, it's just such a recipe for burnout. Right. Oh, I, so the I, whole point here, like, right, for this whole conversation is, <laughs> is to really drive home that, um, just to rethink that whole notion of like, it has to be me, right? It's like mm-hmm. this whole like um, narrative of like the self-made yeah. entrepreneur. And, yeah, yeah. but the truth is that, you know, people are part of networks, right? We're just, we're humans are social creatures. Like we just, yeah, um, you know, get together with other people. Um, there's a lot of times there's, you know, very, um, 
There might be like leveraging of audiences or getting the right connection or getting an introduction. Right. And so it's not all from the outside. It might look like, oh, look at they're doing it all themselves. They are not. No, <laughs> it's all yep, connections and networking and, and figuring out, you know, and I love that you're talking about this too, because in all of this talking about like, you don't have to do it alone. You're not saying like hire someone, like hire someone, a virtual assistant or hire an accountant. And maybe you need to do those things too, but this is much yes. more like, okay, kind of bigger picture for you and kind of like flourishing in your business. Like, who can you bring on or who can you work with to kind of grow in that way? Yeah. And also ask yourself, like, what kind of environment do I need to, to be at my best, mm-hmm. you know? And for me, I know that being working at my best is not when I'm so like strung out and tired and just kind of like looping of like trying to figure this thing out on my website or yeah. whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, but one of the things I, I really focus on when I work with clients is is ask them about their what's their entrepreneurial ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Basically, like how are they part of a um, you know basically like a support network? Right. Of, are they connected with mm-hmm. other you know like and other training or other like what courses have you taken? Sure. Like what kind of um, you know financial support do you have or. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like financing or, or things like that. And, you know, who are you connected with? Because all of those things are so key. And even with social media, we think like, okay, I'm just going to post things, put them out into the world. But in terms of, I'm sure you work with clients all the time around, you know, well, how can you increase your visibility by working with other people like the, like the joint lives, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And tagging other people and sharing things like, I, I shout people out all the time that I'm not even working with. I'm just like, you're doing awesome stuff. Like you're, you're this person I know, or I love your stuff or you're a friend of mine or whatever. And Mm -hmm. I just love doing that because I know it's, it's like boosting their signal. Right. And so if we're all doing that for each other, then Mm -hmm. it's going to give us more leverage. Yeah. I love what you said too about like, okay, so the idea of like, what's your ecosystem that you're around? And I'm sure some people are listening to this and thinking like, I have no ecosystem. Like it is really just me, but I love your example from the very beginning of like, you then just reached out to people and said, Hey, like you created your own ecosystem by like cold calling based, like cold pitching these people to be like, Hey, do you want to be part of this thing? And as I'm sitting here listening to this, I'm thinking like, actually a lot of the fellow small business owners who like I consider close friends now were like a cold DM in my Instagram being like, Hey, like, I think you and I would get along, like, let's talk. And like now, you know, and like, we're great friends now. And like, we do like throw things back and forth and talk, but it, if you don't have it, you can create it is basically what I'm trying to say. Absolutely. And I think for the first, you know, the first step is really just being aware of, do I feel completely alone and do I want this or not? Right. And if oh, I don't want to continue as feeling alone and, and overwhelmed and burnt out, then how can I, where I am right now, how can I reach out? What supports even, you know, for businesses, are there in my area, mm-hmm. um, my province, my state? You know, you can kind of go up from there. The other thing I wanted to mention, too, is that, you know, a lot of people we work with are actually work with people all over the world. So in mm-hmm. their own country, they don't always necessarily see themselves as exporters. 
Sure. But you are an exporter. You may not be exporting, um, you know, physical goods, but you are exporting services. Sure. So that actually connects you to the highest level of support. Like I know I'm speaking from Canada here, the mm-hmm. highest level yeah. of support in terms of, um, you know, opportunities, you know, like the Export Development Canada, um, and I'm sure in the U.S. and every country, mm-hmm. the government would have some sort of um, first of all, they usually have like a business department or, you know, right. support for entrepreneurs or business development. And then, um, you know, for exporting, there's actually, there might be opportunities that they mm-hmm. have connections that sure. you can access through them. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it would be, you know, maybe virtual. <laughs> there, yeah. You know, right now there aren't so many conferences because of COVID, but right. um, maybe virtual connections. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or just... Tapping into all the possible resources that you have out there, whether it's through your government or through a mastermind or a Facebook group you're in or or anything, like just kind of tap those resources and figure out how that can help serve you and grow your business and help you serve more of your ideal clients too in the process. Exactly. I love it. Um, I want to veer off course for just a second. And I want you to tell us a little bit about this brand archetype assessment that you have on your website. Because I just took the test right before I got on. Did you really? <laughs> so I want to just, because I think it's it's a cool little quiz that you have for free on your site um, to help brands figure out who they are. So can you just tell us a little bit about that? Because I think it's it can be really good and helpful for people who are just starting out. Yes, absolutely. So in terms of... Um... You know, branding, a lot of people think about the visual aspects. Mm -hmm. So what colors am I going to use? What pictures? You know, that kind of thing. Um, But really branding is, and and so the the pictures and and the images are really like a tool to convey something. Mm -hmm. So you're conveying something about yourself and you're you're bringing up emotions in people who are seeing those things Mm -hmm. or hearing about you. so it's really important to have a consistent brand because mm-hmm. that obviously uh, helps people recognize you and connect with you and get to know you and adds credibility and all those things. Um, and it can be hard to, to have that consistency. Mm-hmm. So uh, the thing about the archetypes is it gives you a kind of a framework to see yourself in. You know, there's so many personality tests. There yeah. are always things oh, like, yeah. so many. do you know your, your, um, natal chart or your Enneagram or your Myers-Briggs, you know, know all those things. (laughs) So, (laughs) so the, the, uh, using archetypes in branding, there are 12 that, that I work with and, and it's, um, a system that is, that I'm licensed to use and trained by Kendall Summerhawk. So it's not something I came up with. So there, um, it's kind of like this established, uh, system. Mm -hmm. So, um, it gives you a framework to kind of see yourself. So we mm. we look at well, what's your the main archetype? That's like your core, mm-hmm. um, you know, your core motivations. And then you also have an influencing. So it kind of gives you it, you get a really good sense of your personality. So I'm an alchemist nurturer. So I'm all about transformation and change and seeing possibility, mm-hmm. but I'm also bring in that love and support, <laughs> right? Uh, like as you're probably getting that from yes, what we're talking about today, definitely. which would have a very different feel from an alchemist um, gesture. So gesture would be more of a, um, 
you know, bringing in the fun, but also mm-hmm. like that irreverence, okay. um, you know, and kind of challenging the status quo a bit. So th- that feel would be a lot different. Got it. So it helps you to, and then beyond the the assessment, I I work with people in one-on-one intensive to really um, flesh out, you know, their unique brilliance mm-hmm. and a whole guide to help them have that consistent brand. Interesting. I like that. It's true. I you, I never hear anything about kind of that idea of uh, on that side of branding, right? You do hear a ton about your voice and your the pictures and the images and the fonts and all of that. But I mean, really, our brand is 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 all of it, all of it put together. So I love that you offer that. And it's especially important for for solopreneurs that when it's a personal brand, right? Mm-hmm. Like right. your business is you. Right. right. So it's like, what are you bringing to the table? Like, what are you projecting into the world? And a lot of times we're just like, oh, I don't know. You know, it's like I'm this and that. But it it, it really helps to get those archetypes because it it helps you kind of like categorize it. Right. Or just mm-hmm. kind of like put it into themes. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it's actually a lot easier to then decide on like the pictures and 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 the voice, because the that kind of um, your archetypes kind of lend to the mm-hmm. language you use, the voice, sure. and actually the cards that I have <clears throat> have suggestions for for like brand words. Oh, interesting. So that that just really helps people kind of get mm-hmm. a get a head start. Yeah, it's really about like diving into the essence of your brand mm-hmm. that everything yeah. else is built on, right? Like right. all those visuals and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's so <laughs> it's so amazing because I feel like so often as entrepreneurs, we think like, okay, like I have an idea for a business, like I'm just doing it. Like I'm just launching it and I'm going to do it. And there are so many steps before you launch it and do it that you need to consider. And you really need to like have worked out very clearly in your head, like who are you actually serving? What are you, how are you actually presenting this? Who are you in this process? It's so true. Yeah. And sometimes you have to sort of like put your foot out and, and just like start doing it. And then Mm -hmm. you, you, then that's also when you start realizing like, Oh, Mm. I need to bring this in now. Oh yeah. Well to get like this, I had to be really clear on my clients. So I'm really clear on my messaging Yeah. so that they, they, it's not like, oh, that's not for me. It's, right. they hear it. They can hear it because they recognize, oh yeah, she's totally talking to me. Yep. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so that's, yeah. that's really important. Mm-hmm. Oh, what was I just going to say? I can't remember. No worries. <laughs> it comes back to you later. Yeah. Um, okay. This was amazing. So before we wrap up, I'm curious, do you have any books or podcasts that were really helpful for you when you were first kind of getting started that you would recommend that others read or listen to? Um, so right now I'm actually, so when I got started, I was listening to a lot of James Wedmore podcasts. Right. So mm-hmm. he's mind your business. Yeah. So he kind of gets into like, the woo-woo side of things and um, kind of manifestation and things like that. And I don't actually um, listen to him much anymore, actually, but um, Kelly Roach is another one, Unstoppable Unstoppable Entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Um, And, but a book that I'm really enjoying right now, which kind of relates to the um, branding archetypes Mm -hmm. is, the Calling by Raw Goddess. Oh, okay. And she is she is so amazing, and um, the reason why I I related those two 
is that it's really being so clear on, on like who you are mm. and bringing that out into the world. Yeah. Cause I think like the whole process of sort of like just really diving into that mm-hmm. brings you that confidence Yeah. because once you're so clear and you're just like, you've written it down, you've thought about it, you've had, um, you know, in the process I use with clients, we go through visualization. Like it's, it's just, it's tapping into your intuition, yeah. which I think is something that that's another thing, <laughs> I guess that it just, we don't really, you know, talk about so much. Um, it's all about looking externally to mm-hmm. what's out there. Um, what am I supposed to be doing? Ah, yeah. right? like how, how do I make this yeah. successful or like, what am I supposed to do? And, and then as you, you know, grow in your confidence, you start really trusting yourself more. Mm-hmm. But I would say as it relates to branding, um, a lot of my clients, like going through the branding with archetypes process, it gives them so much confidence. I feel like they, and they've used this word, they own who they are. Mm, yeah. Right. And, and then when you're just like so clear about that and you just feel like you have so much confidence, you're going to step mm-hmm. into that and um, it's going to be reflected in the way you speak, and you every- know, in your brand voice and in your social media presence. In your social media I mean, completely. I feel like I talk to people about this all the time. I'm like, stop looking at what everyone else is doing. What yes. are you gonna do? What do you yes. want to do on social media? Like, I don't I don't care what the expert in your field is doing because she's not you and you're not her. Like that's right. And the thing is too, when we take on like what everyone is doing, like this is the status quo, right? Then you're actually going to be kind of camouflaged because it's like, oh, here's another, you know, wellness brand that looks, mm-hmm. you the know, same. the same or something, Sounds right? Meanwhile, if you are so clear on who you are and, and you're bringing in your own creativity and, mm-hmm. and, and authenticity, that really, really shows. And actually the fact that you're being authentic, I think, you know, that really stands out. Mm-hmm. Because I think most of what a lot of people are doing are just, it's yeah. kind of like following other people or following like a formula. So when you have the confidence to trust yourself and to just really have fun and be creative, mm-hmm. right? Like that's where innovation comes from. Right. Oh, totally. right? It's not right. just like following what you think you should be doing. And at first, you know, when you're first starting, like that's just kind of what you do because you're just like, I, I know I don't know too much that I'm just kind of kind of follow the lead of someone. Yeah, I'll do it. Right? I need to have those, yeah, like those shortcuts. Mm-hmm. And yep. then and then you just really come into your own. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love it. Okay. So if people want to connect with you, if they want to find you, take your archetype test, any of that, how can they get a hold of you? Sure. I have a website which is NicoleBurkard.com. And um, they'll be able to see the the brand assessment there. And I'm actually going to add something to my website too for uh, people who listen to this podcast. If you want to go to www.nicoleburkhard, that's N-I-C-O-L-E-B-U-R-K-H-A-R-D.com forward slash support. Mm -hmm. There'll be, um, you know, uh, kind of a synopsis of what we talked about today. Awesome. I just know when I listen to podcasts and I'm driving, yeah. I'm not taking notes. And then yeah. when someone says, oh yeah, you can just go here and kind of yep. get, you all. know, perfect. what it is. It's like perfect. I'll leave Thank that in the so show much. notes so they can easily find you. And That's awesome. That way. And I'm also, um, and for my website, you can get me on Instagram too. That's where I'm most active. Awesome. 
Cool. Well, thank you, Nicole. I really appreciate your time and everything you had to share today. I think it was really helpful for me even to think of like, okay, who else can I connect with? And hopefully it was really helpful for other small business owners as well. That's fabulous. Thank you so much for having me and all the best with your podcast. Oh, thanks. All right, that's it for this week. I hope you got at least one thing from today's conversation to guide you on this crazy entrepreneurial journey you're in the midst of. If you liked what you heard, please consider sharing this episode with a fellow small business owner or leaving a review. And last, but certainly not least, let's connect on social. Message me at Rosebud Social on Instagram and Facebook. Until next week.